So I saw a trailer for Hypnotic. Have you heard about this? Like the drink? Never drank it. No. Never drank it? Won't oh. watch it. Sorry. <laughs> you haven't lived till you've had an Incredible Hulk. <laughs> and then you have one, and you're like, Is you're that a done. drink? And why Hypnotic would it, and Hennessy. And why would it, be, it why would it have a blue? That's amazing. When yeah. you mix it with the Hennessy, it turns green. That's amazing. Nailed it. That's amazing. <laughs> You've never had an Incredible Hulk? No, I've never, never even heard, heard of it. Of it. <laughs> oh, Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are two guys who aren't assholes, but are trying to be, Martin and Brady. I think if your clients want to sit on my shoulders and call themselves tall, they have the right to give it a try, but there's no requirement that I enjoy sitting here listening to people lie. You have part of my attention. You have the minimum amount. The rest of my attention is back at the offices of Facebook, where my colleagues and I are doing things that no one in this room, including and especially your clients, are intellectually or creatively capable of doing. You know, you really don't need a forensics team to get to the bottom of this. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, you'd have invented Facebook. This week, we continue with one of our favorite screenwriters, A.A. A. Ron Sorkin. While you may remember him from A Few Good Men and Moneyball, he also wrote an adaptation of one of the most impactful technology advancements of our time, Facebook. Could the team of Sorkin and director David Fincher make any story compelling? I think so. Real quick, a glaring omission, evident uh, by the Fico? fact that you've never seen West Wing, is that you would you may remember him from <laughs> the thing he is most known for <laughs> is the West Wing. I know. Come, come on, and I've I, never I get seen that it's it. not a movie. But like you, but you still know that he did it. That's how known for he is. You haven't seen it and still know it's from. Um, this it. is our film fathers, not our TV fathers. He's <laughs> like, you know him from a studio, Studio Sixty on the Sunset. I love that show. <laughs> you and I were the only ones. We were the only ones that watched it <laughs> because we like Sorkin. Yeah, and sport, sports night, sports night, sports night. Yeah. So did you watch it in the moment or in hindsight? Oh, or after I only I watched Sports Night live. I you was did? I was live too. My mom my mom watched it. Sorry, you weren't around. No, I was not cool. <laughs> that was before West Wing, right? Yeah. It was. That was great. <laughs> Sorry, I was not cool. <laughs> Jelena and I definitely were feeling pretty I mean, it was cool <laughs> watching Sports Night Live <laughs> in nineteen ninety six or whatever it was. Yeah. Um it was um it had a laugh track, I think, like the first two episodes. That kind of threw me off. Uh, I remember... Such a critic. <laughs> Didn't Seven... even watch the show, and he's already critiquing Seventeen-year-old, he's like, no, "What is this a laugh track? Get out of here!" <laughs> no, I was, I was, you know, twenty-two when I first watched. Matt's, Matt's in the next room. Was like, "Yeah, who, who is a laugh track? Come on, <laughs> you watching Seinfeld in there? What's going on?" It's just not right for sorry for his amazing writing, uh, and that's why the show failed. It I just think. in the moment yeah. was what things, how things were done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got, I got you. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what uh, movie are we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about a pretty damn good movie. Oh God, it was really good. To be honest, yeah, I think I've seen this three times. This was the third time, um, and I, but I think both the first two were pretty soon. Like, it, I think I saw Best the follow. theaters, and then right, shortly thereafter, and so it'd been a minute, I guess, where I was going with that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, yeah, still great. Yeah, I. So this is this is probably my third or. fourth. Probably a third time watching it. Who's counting? But you know what? I honestly I didn't remember the the like the opening scene where they're in the the bar. Same. I was like, this is how it starts. I was yeah. like, did I did this jump ahead on me? Like, I had totally had that vibe. Yeah, because I I think I might have just 
skipped that part and came in when he's already in his dorm room, like blogging. And uh, yeah, just like setting the tone again, as much as like we love Sorkin and we love Fincher and how they direct it. I think this was the first time that I ever got to take in Trent Reznor as a yeah. score. You like, like, paid attention to it yeah. right? because you knew it was him. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, this is only my second time watching it. Um, and I remembered it remarkably well for for only seeing it once before because I, I do remember the opening and and most of the scenes, but I don't. You're right, I don't remember the score um, being so good right from the right from the get go. Well, and you know, and it won. Like I remember when that happened, it was like, wait, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails did this? I'm confused. Like I don't under- that didn't work yes. in my brain, right? Exactly. That, like he had gone to that part of. Mm-hmm. Music, but it does it does sound very you know, industrial. That like, interesting, know, like this, yeah. I, yeah I, I, you know, there's an element of that to it, and it, it just fits the tone. I think. But that interesting, so like that, or sorry, that intro, that song in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, I actually read somewhere. I think Fincher was like dead set on using this Elvis Costello song, and then heard uh, whatever the name of that song is that uh, that Reznor and Ross Atticus Ross brought, and completely changed his mind. And it's just like. It feels it's so simple, but it's just mm-hmm. so perfect too. Yeah. yeah, and like the the strings make that tension. Like every uh-huh. time they play the the violins or whatever, you're just like, oh, I, I'm like I'm nervous. Like what's happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, it it went in and I mean, like you said, it sets the tone for the entire movie. And I think Jesse Eisenberg does a great job of portraying Zuckerberg, but I also just felt sorry for him the whole time, hmm. like throughout the whole thing. I didn't have that. I- <laughs> I, I I think I had like a similar thought, but it wasn't feeling sorry for him. It was just it was more that when this movie came out, everyone was like, "Oh my God, Mark Zuckerberg's not going to like it." Like it portrays him as this, this really bad guy, and I'm like, I don't know. It kind of it it doesn't really portray him. I think I think Jesse Eisenberg is kind of likable, more likable than Mark Zuckerberg. So I'm like, it probably did him some favors. People were probably like, ah, I think I, I agree see. with that. You know what I mean? Like, I could see why people would be pissed off at Mark Zuckerberg. When I think of Mark Zuckerberg in, in those meetings and acting the way he is, knowing how he is and how smug that might be. Whereas Eisenberg has it. I'm like, all right, I'm with you. I could. Yeah. I, I, was, could, I, I liked the quips. I liked. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> let me like check. Let makes... me check the math on that. <laughs> yep. That checks out. That's what I got too. 18,000 plus 1,000. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And it's, it is, it's just a very good script. Um, well, and that's where we go. And with Sorkin, yeah. you know, yeah, and it's just, just so good at that. Well, and even the the you know right, to what Jelani was talking about the intro right like him and uh, Rooney Mara are sitting in the bar mm-hmm. and fun fact first her real name is Trish, not Rooney. What that doesn't make sense. That doesn't check out with all the <laughs> the the Mara. So lore. her and her sister Kate Mara. Kate head. Mara. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good uh, Justin from uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> um, they are both. They both have the middle name Rooney, last name Mara, and Rooney just decided to go by Rooney. Trish Rooney Mara and Kate Rooney Mara. Yep. Hmm. Got it. All right, that kind of checks out. It also does explain why she's Rooney. Like, okay, that yeah, that's fair. Anyway, um, <laughs> do you know why she's Rooney Mara? It's got to be a family name. Ooh, yes. Do you know Mickey what? Mickey Rooney. No, not Mickey Rooney. Let's Andy go. Rooney. Oh, jeez. How many Rooneys are there? <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Dan and Art. I don't know, Dan. Um, <laughs> Who's that? Dan Rooney. Uh, well, Art Rooney, correct. Art Rooney is her grandpa. They, the Rooney family owns the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. The Mara family. Knew it had to be sports. 
owns the New York Giants. Wow. And one of the Mara kids, one of the boys, married one of the Rooney girls and joined the family. So now at every like owner's meeting and things like that, the Roonies and the Maras always sit next to each other. and nobody So you knew this? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Good. Yeah. And then- I uh, no idea. Just another note on Kate. She has a clause in her contracts whenever she's filming a show that if the Giants or the Steelers are in the Super Bowl while they're filming, she gets to leave and go to the, the game. <laughs> Cool. That's on her rider. <laughs> That's her rider. <laughs> and that and no brown M&Ms. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Rooney, a, a younger, uh, an early role for Rooney. Yeah. Um, but when, when they were going, kind of going back and forth in the bar, right at the beginning, I was like, immediately, I'm like, it's just, Sor-. you could just feel Sorkin. Like yeah. the, the long, elongated, like, rant of sorts that you know that he makes and i'm just like yep and, this they, is and just she mentions it mentions it that you know he goes he jumps around on topics and she, yeah. she's still on the last one and he's on the next yeah. one and yeah it was it was very well done and then it it i had to go back to make sure um when when um zuckerberg's care when eisenberg zuckerberg uh says you do that for me to the winklevoss to the Winklevoss twins when they tell him like, oh, you know, your reputation hasn't been great and this will give you a way to get a better reputation on campus. So he's like, oh, you do that for me? That's the exact line that she says to him when he's like, and I will take you to these parties. And she's like, oh, you do that for me? And that's when she breaks up with him. So I thought that was a great, and didn't pick, definitely did not pick no, up on that the first no, time. I didn't and even t- it almost, it took, almost didn't catch it this time around, but that's a since good I catch. watched it in one. So that's, that's just great writing, right? Like he probably didn't even realize that, like as he was saying it, that, they're doing exactly to him what he did to her and you know yeah. that's why they make it the kind of focal point of the movie that he's still you know whether or not that's based in any kind of reality or a real person that he you know he did this for he made facebook for but that's sort of trying to imply that you know he's refreshing it at the end because yeah because he's wants to impress her right well yeah and i know that isn't accurate based yeah. off what they've said I think but I've, I've heard that yeah his like Girl he dated all through college is who he's married to. Yeah. So um, you guys uh, read the book, right? I did not read the book. Ben <laughs> Masaryk? I have not. Yeah. But I have read his bringing. He did Bringing Down the House, too, which is 21. 21, the, the movie 21, uh, which was which was done really well and based on a real thing and real mm. people. So that's kind of his, his sweet spot. I actually I've, have that book. Yeah. I think I do, too. Yeah. Bringing Down the House. I, I, I own it. Yeah. I own it not for sure. sure who gave it. Who gave it to me or who I took it from. But I Justin do. Justin Meany? I do. Have, maybe it's Meany's. I could have. I have definitely the one that came out after the movie. It was like, based on the movie, you know, now the basis for the movie, 21. I think it's safe to say I got it after the movie, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> Fun fact, I think Brenda Song's in both. Both movies, Who's 21. That? So, oh, which one's Brenda's song? Brenda's she, song is Eduardo's girlfriend. Oh, uh, Christy. She's like a yeah. Disney girl or something? Yeah. Oh, she is? Apparently, like, hmm. she almost lost her Disney job because of the bathroom scene. Like oh. in the stall, yeah, yeah. that was like for for Disney was over I, the line. And I, I told I did kind of forget the scene where she lights lights the thing on the, the scarf. scarf on fire in the bed and just like and and he's just just the way how frantic he is. It's a very funny scene, I think, because he's like she's my girlfriend's crazy. <laughs> he's like he's I think like, I need to you break need up to with knock. her, but he's like scared scared of her. But they but he also kind of you know he's probably turned on by it a little bit. Well, that was this is a big Garfield like. Right, like the exposure. I was thinking back, like the exposure to Andrew Garfield. Oh, and, right, yes. Um, First time, right? Just yeah, I think pretty or... much. And so, it, like, like I said, and you get the early Rudy Mara. Obviously, not a massive 
role per se, but you know, she went on to big things with Fincher. Like she, he obviously, you know, yeah, girl with dragon tattoo, right? right. Yeah. Obviously liked her. Um, but Garfield, they said originally, uh, I was almost said applied uh, audition for <laughs> uh, for for Zuckerberg, and they were like he. They immediately recognized no that he wore his heart on his sleeve yeah. way too much, and they're like, you can't be Zuckerberg, but he's a great fit. Well, I mean, maybe he's a great fit. He's great at the role. I don't know how Eduardo actually right. acts, but um, but yeah, to that point, he it is it couldn't be well more – well, it couldn't be better cast than it yeah. is. Garfield's yeah, absolutely, absolutely perfect for it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice the uh, Dylan Moskowitz yeah. character? Who he is? Yeah. Did you know uh, – did you uh, recognize him? I recognize him, but I didn't look him up. He's I, the – yeah, L- little kid in uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. He's the really. Yeah, <laughs> I, re- I recognized wow. him the first time around too. I'm like, just something about his face. Interesting. I did not put that together, but that, still the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I thought like again, and Justin Timberlake. We haven't like this was <laughs> this was really one of his first movie roles, right? I think this was when he was starting to branch into more movies. I don't know if it was one of his first, but I, I feel like. It was the first one I remember being like, "Oh, it's interesting that they cast just Justin Timberlake." But um, it might it might not have been his exact first, but yeah, yeah. Um, which he did, he did fine, he did good. There was nothing wrong with with his performance. <laughs> so we were watching, and uh, and you know when he introduces himself, he's like, "Yeah, I invented Napster," and Jen just goes, "You know who really invented Napster, right?" <laughs> <laughs> um, looking like Sean Fanning. <laughs> she had exactly. Um Long Shot appears to be his first movie. We're gonna there's a lot of music videos to sort through, so Edison Alpha Dog was before this. Oh, which definitely you're right. remember yeah. him being in that and it was Correct. like he's in Alpha Dog. That's right. And he was pretty good. Black Snake Moan was before this. Hmm. Never saw that, but I Christina Ricci and our Samuel Taren Taren Manning. Yeah. Wasn't Taryn Manning in that too? I think it was Christina Ricci. The thir- Shrek the Third. Never saw it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm sure you'll get there. He's got some things. So the Shrek movies. Okay, all right. Um, the, now, I don't even know if I think he did a bad job, but I feel like I didn't love him being cast. I don't know why, and I'm I feel like I'm a JT fan, but I don't know. I felt like it was forced, distracting in its own way. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. I'm the only one. I don't know if it was. I think it was just it was just unusual, right? Because he. You see, I think they played played the the character up to be like super charismatic, not necessarily as much as like the the I guess technical side, yeah. right? You know, which you think of Sean Fanning, like, oh yeah, he created all of this, but I I don't know enough about Sean Fanning to know if he was as charismatic or would he have been more more like a, a Zuckerberg, where it's like all the tech, Sean all Parker? the tech, all you the mean, tech. Yeah, you mean Sean, Sean? Like he was playing Sean Parker. Sean Fanning's the other guy, yeah. the actual Napster. Yeah, yeah. Show oh yeah, or were you? Or, or were you, your <laughs> joke was it because of the uh, that? What movie? Just was because it? of it, yeah, Italian, Italian job. Italian job. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I just accidentally stumbled onto what should have been, I feel like, obvious to me. I didn't know who that. I didn't recognize who the girl was that J- Jay Timberlake slept with. Stanford. Oh yeah, did not. I mean, I I saw her, attractive, looked vaguely familiar, didn't look her up. Unbelievable! I didn't know Dakota Johnson. <laughs> Dakota Johnson, yes, that's it, crazy. It uh, Be- the blonde obviously threw me re- off enough that this is well before she became Fifty fame Shades. With, uh, yeah, Fifty Shades. Um, 
but yes, yeah, I, I recognized her. Back only this time. She was, uh, had her mom's hair color at that point. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, back when she was the daughter of Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson. And yeah, I was probably thrown into this role. What about Army Hammer? First time uh, yep. they did the split screen. They, they could have so, just gotten twins. They looked. They, they couldn't, looked, find, couldn't any, find tall. They couldn't find any that they liked, and so they used him and this other guy who was like a model, uh, Ralph Lauren model, and they digitally put Hammer's face on, oh, on him. So yeah, they it looked, used, pretty, looked pretty seamless. Yeah, the other guy, they were like the same size, and, and so they yeah they, they, perf- they were looking for twins and didn't couldn't find it, and then Army Hammer became a thing, at least for a couple years. <laughs> Michael Mann's guy stepped his game up. <laughs> his digital green screen has done a lot more work. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I think that throughout the whole movie, though, right? Like just the the storyline. Just I felt I felt bad for Mark. I, I'm going to call him Mark. Yeah, Jesse's that's character. I think Jesse Eisenberg. I'm surprised you felt bad for him. I, I just I felt like he was trying to strive for something in the end that he just never got to, and. My actually question was, do you think there are any billionaires who are happy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Undoubted, undoubtedly, yes. Yeah. 100% of the time, no. But uh, yes, I think there's plenty of billionaires who are happy. Yeah. I remember thinking this the second time around that Tra- I didn't Trace feel Thomas. as bad for her. <laughs> <laughs> Silicon Valley is so good, right? Yeah. Trace, I mean, that's that's very much a Sean Parker Type type right. character, right? From uh, yeah, Trace Comas. <laughs> <laughs> I want cars that go like cars that go like this, not like this. Uh, um, I was thinking that I didn't feel as bad for Eduardo because I'm like, you really shouldn't have. Like, you have this thing. You're the CFO of this company, and you're not gonna. You're gonna still. There's. I I, I agree. The 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 line about like you really need to be out here. Or you're gonna. I feel like you yeah, couldn't miss an out. out. Was yeah. like. On brand, and I think even Parker had a line that was like, "Why isn't he out here? Like he's interning in New York. Like kind of like you're all in all day, every day. Like why isn't everyone all in all day?" And, like, and I get it. Hindsight's twenty, and it might be true, and it might be not. But right, like even at the even at the and at the time, you know, he was like, "Hey, we got to monetize this thing," which it's old school mentality, right? Yeah, like, but, but that's. It, it wasn't the right call, but it could have been the right call. Like nobody knew back then that. That face, they were just going to let Facebook grow and grow and grow right. before it had to make money. Or, like or you finding a, that. finding uh, yeah, but going to Silicon Valley area, which is where it did need to be. Yeah, not on the East Coast. Again, that's that's why. Like in, in hindsight, right. it seems like yeah, you idiot, you should have just been out there. But yeah, for at the sure. time, I'm sure he thought he was doing doing the right thing. But even then, it's like, how are you not uh, portrayed? Again, it's like we don't know exactly where right. the truth lies down. and all that. Yeah. But like. The passion and dedication to the idea appeared to not be there at all for right. him. It was like he he was a founder of Facebook, but was also maybe going to be. It was Doing almost like looking else. for a safety net and like yeah. making sure that right. he like. And so, for someone to then be all in on the other coast, you know, and 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 building it. Now I could also see the frustration be like you're going to just let Sean Parker walk in and party with you and get seven percent of the company like right i could see some animosity right that makes sense but um yeah i would i just i guess i'm just surprised because i don't know that through the entire movie not once did i ever be like i kind of feel sorry for mark zuckerberg um i just felt like part of it he had zero friends 
So I mean, I I, I kind of get what he's saying, but he really also didn't have anyone. I kind of agree with him. what Rooney Mara said right out of the gate. Like, just I want you to know, it's not because it's because you're an asshole, <laughs> and so like it's it's all his own doing. Yeah, and whether it's his personality or whether it's uh, a affliction in in some way, shape, or form of Asperger's or OCD or something where he just doesn't know how to essentially communicate or or form a, a bond like that. He clearly was able to have a girlfriend so like at least at some point (laughs) yeah but he really was his own worst enemy and so yeah i I never i guess i just never had any sympathy for him in that regard um and the idea that he would have been even in those uh what negotiations or uh yeah. what are there's a better word for that than uh with the lawyers uh, you know yeah. depositions depositions thank you he again did himself no favors continue he couldn't get out of his own way and kind of just he bit his tongue long enough for them to trigger him and then yeah. he would say something again and it was like and I, I do like how it's almost anticlimactic at the end but it's such a good movie that it doesn't matter that's just just like it, just pay him right and it's like you know that's what he does and they do right. give you the or Jones punch. right it's like it's gonna be a drop in the bucket yeah. in the grand scheme like you, you, you're trained to like want to have some type of like victory or or you know like a big verdict revealed or something like that um, with it's not a courtroom drama but right it's a it's deposition there is some legal aspect to it but it is just very much like ah uh, you'll probably just end up paying them and yeah. then it's kind of over but it, again and when you're satisfying. talking about tens of billions yeah the 60 million dollar payout which is a ludicrous yeah. number doesn't seem crazy so at the time this was 2010 right. it was 25 billion valuations you guys look what the market cap of meta is now Mm-mm. any guesses 600 billion Really good. Is it really? Five thirty-seven. Oh. That's, that's pretty damn close. <laughs> With, within, we are within a hundred million. It's crazy, right? But I mean, that's just insane amount of money, and that's why. So that that line that you know, million dollars is. I mean, that's been such you know, a famous you know what's line. Cool, a billion dollars. Yeah, a billion yeah. dollars. Um, I mean, so it is a great line, and the whole drop the the. You know, so that that is a great contribution from uh from Justin Timberlake. But yeah, I mean, when you, I mean, you, they, those guys never would have dreamed. That the company would be worth five hundred and thirty-seven yeah, billion. It, it, that didn't exist at the time, right. right? So it's like, of course not. How could you dream yeah. to that big? And and you're right. So you weigh all that and scale and go all the way back to a co-founder who's trying to go tra- riding the subway, trying to beg for yeah dollars in New York. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the way to get there. It wasn't the way to get there. Yeah, and, and but, it wasn't the way to get to anywhere close to where they are. That was right. it. Wasn't the way to get to twenty five billion, let alone right. five hundred thirty seven. Yep. Well, and to your point though, like you you have all these other sites that were up and running, and they weren't making that type of money. So Eduardo making his kind of having his safety net, right? Like, hey, I'm gonna go maybe do something else or I'm going to have something else to fall back on is you know probably in his mind right the thing that he wanted to do needed to do and yeah, Mark probably because of his dad like he, yeah. he kept alluding to like his dad was going to be proud of him or upset with him it's like yeah probably because he had to have something in hand yeah. to show success right but then with Mark being you know I guess part of his ability to not or not ability but his inability to have those lasting relationships or those deep uh, emotional connections kind of allowed him to stay focused and like i don't care what else happens like i'm going to build this and I'm what year was it what year was the movie was made in 2010 but sorry no the year like what year 2003 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was clearly already wearing sandals in the snow at college before. <laughs> but you weren't wearing slides. You were wearing birds. I definitely wasn't wearing slides. <laughs> Fuck that. That's amateur hour. Um, and you didn't need to study because you went to Iowa. Well, I clearly didn't study plenty, um, much to my own detriment at times. Because you go to BU. <laughs> I mean, what a dick. The glides. Yeah. It was so condescending. He had, they were, and they were so... He was so unaffected by even the comment being made. And again, whether I think there's been some allusions to whether he has or had some traits that were close to, yeah, I don't know, on the spectrum and or I think Asperger's. I saw a note someone identified that like he he fits a lot of the 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 bills of someone with Asperger's, but I don't know that I've ever heard he actually has Asperger's or anything. But again, you're also talking about uh, Eisenberg's portrayal, right? right. Um, when do you guys think Facebook uh, jumped the shark for for you guys? Like where it became like just not cool. I mean, it was cool for a long time. Right? I'm on it, but I have not been on it for. Was it when your mom joined? Quite some time. I never. <laughs> no, I never looked at it like that. I think um, it probably just, well before. It just got to a point where it was. It didn't hold any value anymore. Yeah, like I, I'm still on. I still have an account, but I think I. Might have posted maybe once or twice in the last two years. Oh, I have. You got me beat. I, there's no way I've posted in I'll multiple. Only, if I if I post to Instagram, I'll my I'll Instagram. Allow that's the thing. My Instagram Facebook feed too. goes to Facebook, and a lot of that had to do with us when we had our kids. So like yeah. the aunts and uncles that I were. Yeah. But it, ironically, that was kind of what turned me off of Facebook. Was like you. At some point, I was looking at a feed full of a bunch of people's kids. And I was like, okay, well, I, th- this isn't really what I need to spend my time on is looking at a bunch of people's kids, some of whose I don't even know. I met them somewhere along the line, and I'm connected <laughs> to them. But I, if someone asked me, I couldn't even tell you how we're connected. But we did. We met somewhere, and we became friends on Facebook. And then it's like now I'm looking at kids that are live in Massachusetts. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And – and again, like that became some of my posts then. Obviously, I had kids eventually. It's like, yeah, those, you do put posts like that up, and, and that's fine. But I always felt like I could – I liked Instagram being a picture-centric yeah. app. But then, yeah, it just – like, and then, honestly, and then I haven't been on in a while, but I would imagine the discourse over the last couple of years on Facebook is nothing I wanted in my life <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's definitely not anywhere near – good anymore by any means and it's, it, but it is funny how they were right about everyone wanting to share because there was a time where you it, it didn't happen if it didn't happen on facebook kind of a thing or in, or even in instagram you know which, which they which they owned and bought but i just feel like now there's much less normal people just posting or i feel maybe it's just our generation she, like, i feel like people are like over it there a was bit, a even on instagram there was a line from uh eric albright uh rooney mara's character yeah. That, and it obviously was catered more towards the blog, but because he was yeah, blogging about her, internet. and she, but she was like, you, you like you don't have to put. You think everything that comes into your head, you need to put like spew it out as if someone's gonna care. And I'm like, that clearly was catered to the the idea the yeah, of, and in of the internet and social networking. Yes, that's how it felt. Like right. everyone felt that every thought had to be. Put out now we just get podcasts where we make people listen to our every thought but <laughs> but and it's true but i i just i felt like that was so on point yeah. for like the idea of 
and and I had it. Like there was a time I was I you know I I preferred Twitter for yeah, communicating quite a bit. Not much of it relevant, and and I didn't really miss doing it. You know, like I don't necessarily find the need that I think I need to contribute that voice to the ether yeah. of whatever topic it is at the time. Yeah. Every once in a while, but I think part of that, you know, as you we've seen, you know, people who are throwing their voices out there just getting yelled at by another yeah. somebody disagreeing with yeah. them and going back and forth and you're like yeah i could spend time doing that but in the end what am i resolving like do i get any satisfaction from yelling at this person whose kids are in maine and they're you know eating lobster every day and i don't care for lobster it makes me sick but you know <laughs> just like <laughs> i don't i don't care like like you said brady it, it i don't need to spew all my thoughts out there and if you want to hear my thoughts, you can like and subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> but uh... I, I feel I feel like it's a matter of there was a void, right? Like when 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 uh, Facebook first came out, there was all this stuff, and there was not a lot of content. So like there was a lot of user, it was all user generated stuff. YouTube too, but now there's so many good content creators, and there's still TV and movies and all that stuff. There's too much good shit out there for me to actually care what my friends are posting about you know I, what i mean I, like now there's a, a lot of good tiktok creators a lot of good youtube um creators and, and yeah the professional idea, instagram both the idea is some of these people so. some people have taken that idea yeah and, and made, made it, it a career uh, made a life out of it for sure yeah. i like to think that i am occasionally funny I will see. It's the only reason you're on the spot. <laughs> I will see. Jelani and I aren't enough, but enough to be funny enough. I will see a handful of like accounts on Twitter, like be consistently funny and kind of borderline hilarious, and I'm Correct. like, yeah, I'm not funny, right? I'm I'm not, and maybe it's because I don't just do that. I right. don't just sit and think about something to be funny. I'm just like, oh. Nothing came to me in that first second. I got nothing. Right. Like when you see a real perfect tweet, you're like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and those exist. And it's that. just yeah. like, dude, yeah. another level. Good yeah, work. Chef's kiss, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think that, that's, that's my theory for why it's, it's definitely fallen off. Because there's still people that feel like they need to post every thought. But there's too much actual good shit out there to waste time. Just what, just listening to mediocre people try to be funny. Or well, political. do you also hasn't heard that overall uh, market nope, cap though nope, that you were talking not, about? Like not. as we, uh... well, do you think that because of the way that Instagram and TikTok work, they are more engaging than Facebook? Like, yeah, you can now post videos to Facebook, but remember, like it used to be just writing on people's walls, and it was all like text. Whereas Instagram is pictures and TikTok is videos and movement and like that's just easier for people to digest and consume. Therefore, people are moving away from Facebook and and are they though? Like that's the thing. It's like we are. Yeah. That doesn't mean people are. I mean, I would like to know. Like, go ask a, a high schooler today. Do they even have a Facebook page? Maybe yeah, not. But they don't. you but know, they have an Instagram. They have I an Instagram yeah, and TikToks. Know. Right. Right. So, it's it's hard it's hard to know. But yeah, I mean, to, you're both right. Like, I I do feel like there is some withdrawal withdrawal from people our age to some degree, but clearly it's not. High school all kids in might now join to be ironic, and uh, <laughs> it, it's it's like because you Bring know. Back my space. I just gonna say the same. Thing. It's retro. Um, Tom's so. coming back. He's gonna do a relaunch. <laughs> Let's pimp our pimp our profiles. Remember well, those things? I preferred the MySpace you page. You learned some H- HTML. One song on there, essentially a soundtrack of your page. Yeah. yeah. Did you have your top eight? 
Yeah. <laughs> or whatever it was. Your top yeah, eight friends. Top eight friends. Definitely <laughs> moved people around. Moved people around. You're like, ah, nah, he's, gonna, he's definitely a nine. <laughs> I had a random question about the movie. Do you think the movie works as well if it doesn't jump around as much? See, I, yeah, I love that kind of the nonlinear. I, I do too. And, and I just. Jumping from two depositions and figuring yeah. out, you know, they, it's that whole like. They tell you a little bit about something. So does it and work if it's just it if it is linear? I guess. Do you think it, it still is as entertaining as great? It's obviously impossible to know, but um, just following the trajectory of that, I wonder if it's less. It's a little more boring in your linear view of this movie. Do they resolve each case? Like, do they resolve? I, the, I don't the really two? know how how and when they happen because of the jump. You know, yeah. I don't know which one was first. I don't know if they were close together. I don't. I don't have that answer because I think I think it wouldn't. I think if you went through and they had, you know, he had his dealings with the Winklevoss twins, and then the Winklevi, Winklevi, right? <laughs> and then they <laughs> they settled, and they got that notice, and then they jumped to the Eduardo case. I would be like, no, oh, that's not. I, I agree. Like it works it's more better. entertaining this yes. way. Like, well, it's I, yeah. It reminds me of that West Wing episode when uh, uh, what? West ja- Wing. <laughs> uh, ja- Josh Lyman, that's his name, right? Yeah, Josh Lyman's character, sure Bradley Whitford, um, is in the in the therapist's office, and he, you know, he's talking about how he how he cut his hand, mm-hmm. and then they jump around. That's a back great and episode, forth. great episode. And that's the first episode. first time I remember in that show where they did a ton of that jumping around. So they introduced Adam Arkin as the therapist. Yeah, that's right, just so good, great right? character. Yeah, it was a really great episode, and I think early that it, it just you could see that the fingerprint of that and of sort sure. of all over it's a great this call. movie. Yeah. Um, on that note, and something that Jelani, you can take a bathroom break real quick. But uh, uh, so the attorney for one of the Winklevoss twins, he his name's Gage, and the actor in the movie in the yeah, yeah. the fictional law firm of Gage Whitney, sometimes referred to as Gage Whitney Pace, appears multiple times in the works of Sorkin, most notably as the law firm where Sam Seaborn was working before joining the Bartlett administration. I remember that. Yeah. That's I totally agree with you. It sounded familiar, didn't resonate, saw this little tidbit, and I'm like, oh, I got to share that. It's also mentioned in Studio 60 of the Sunset Strip, the newsroom, and Molly's Game. Those are all so, so good. I want to watch them all again. Molly's Game's definitely happening on this pod at some point. Jelani, I don't know what needs to happen for you to watch West Wing with Jen and be done with it in like a week, but (laughs) It's, it's literally the only series that I've watched all the way through twice, and our friend Kevin Kent has watched it probably like 40 times. Um, it's just going to bed show. Start to finish three times. Three times. Three, yeah. yeah. So I think I, I don't know if I told you guys that when it would have been a, what, a, over a year, year and a half ago, we were, it was like on HBO Max. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. In December, <laughs> and I was like, it's going to end. It's going to leave HBO Max. And I own them all, but I just don't have a DVD player anymore. Um, <laughs> but I was like, it's going to leave HBO Max at the end of December. I'm like, okay, I'm going to plow through this and try to get done. And I tried, and I did it, and I finished it, and then it went to Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, shit. I was really happy to watch it because it's so goddamn good. Yeah, I mean, it really is amazing, especially the first, like, four or five seasons are just on a level that doesn't – that surprisingly still holds up. The amount of cameos – Yeah, Sorkin left after four. Yeah, but I didn't even hate it as much as a lot of people did, I think – in the grand, I didn't hate it. In the grand scheme of things, it's sure it's a different show, yeah, to a degree. But I still think it's very entertaining. I think uh, Doctor No, Mike Petrus, said it best. He said, "When Sorkin left, it just it still be it was still a good show. It just 
became like every other good show on TV. Whereas when it was the first four seasons were like beyond above nothing and beyond, else, like yeah. nothing else you've ever seen. Classic yeah. Dexter, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna reach out to my buddy who's an uh, intellectual property lawyer, but what has to be different between like the the app in order for it to be classified as something different? Like, how is Bumble different than Twit Tinder? How is oh, you mean? The for, idea for Facebook to be it? different than um, MySpace, yeah. Like, how is that not? Or the Harvard connection, or the Harvard connection. So there's probably any number of patents that they may have applied for, but it's really, yeah. But I think it doesn't actually. To. It doesn't matter with that because they just have the users. So it didn't at that point. They were probably right in the beginning. If they tried to shut it down in the first place, it would have been a lot easier. But once it once it gained, you know, thirty five thousand users, yeah, um, it was probably. Probably well on its way, as long as it didn't violate any kind of laws like Napster, you know, because that was hugely popular. Or the but... student handbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just also. I did like the, that Larry Summers scene. I didn't know him. He's a real person. Yeah, he really was a treasury. I, I like what he, the actor, I don't know, but. Oh, okay. Uh, I just sorry. Mean that it's a, you know, he was re- based on a real person. I saw a tidbit about him. He's like, yeah, no, that was pretty much on brand. He's like, if people showed up to my office wearing, like, kids showed up wearing, like, a suit and tie, they were either applying for a job or they were assholes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I don't think you understand how this works. So he's like, um, I was uh, the secretary of the treasury. I'm pretty sure I understand. <laughs> uh, uh, one call out as uh, in the room, speaking of the Winklevi, uh their uh, their other colleague was uh, rambling on about who was all, how Zuckerberg was the most popular man on campus and not all that and one movie star. Do yeah. you, do you know the movie star um, from Harvard? No. Okay, Jelani, do you know? Is it Portman? I'm it's glad, Natalie so, Portman. Oh, I'm so glad you looked it up though. Yeah, Natalie Portman was there, and she actually uh, had a had like a dinner party for Sorkin when they were like putting the movie together to and like brought a bunch of Harvard people to talk about like life at harvard during that time um so yeah she was uh they said there was actually they did have a scene that was cut on the face mash where she was one of the faces uh, um and someone made a comment like obviously she's hotter because she's you know but <laughs> uh but that part kept good but yeah but that's uh that was portman that's interesting and i don't know why they specifically didn't mention it other than maybe just the illusion or the allure of suspense or you know curiosity but drama drama you know drama. <laughs> TNT, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I think this is a, a movie that is rewatchable because we, obviously we've Highly. all seen it. And long, but yes. Long, but it, to it just throw moves. It on, I mean. Yeah, but it, I think it moves. And I think you know all the elements that come into play from the writing to the directing to the way that it's lit, the way that it looks, the sound that it it, it has, I think, and the performances, all, yeah, and the real life, you know, the based in, on a true story or actual events. I think all of it just well, make for a really great modern. And I think movie. the touch on that is that it's based on real events that involve an application that everyone is associated with, right? Like it's like no one is like, oh, I mean. For the most part, no one is like, "Oh yeah, I don't really know what Facebook is. I'm not really involved." Like everyone has ex- is a is connected to Facebook in some way, shape, or form. Um, I did want to call out, uh, and I I've heard this with Fincher, um, likes to shoot. He does a lot of takes. Um, the like in Mank, 
Like in Mank. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Brady's favorite movie of whatever the year that Second was. Second favorite. Ay, ay, Um That opening breakup scene with Eisenberg and Rooney. Yeah. The script was eight pages. This stuff, this stuff kind of just kind of fascinates me. Um, and that took 99 takes for them to get that right. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, that seems crazy. You couldn't just cut a bunch of the different takes? <laughs> and maybe it's a Fincher thing, and you yeah. get to a certain point, you, you can do whatever you want. But um, yeah. And then on the back end. Uh, How many did it take Pacino and De Niro to do? And uh, he <laughs> looked that one up. One. Probably not nine. Yeah, right. <laughs> we did it in one. Um, and then the, on the back end, Eduardo uh, telling Zuckerberg to lawyer up was uh, 40 takes. Hmm. So, That's where he smashes the computer. At the very end, yeah. yeah, when he's, yeah I wonder there. how many computers he smashed. <laughs> so I just uh, I just thought those were, those were that was kind of interesting. Um, one, just to think of a scene taking 99, it just obviously looking for perfection and or yeah. something that looks is right. Yeah, he was looking for, he and, knew what he wanted. Yeah, <laughs> and, he got and, it. and it's great. I mean, it's, it's 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 pretty awesome, and it's it's an interesting way to go about it. And Fincher's obviously well revered and deservedly so outside of Mank. But <laughs> uh, Jelani, passion, passion did you know dad. that David Fincher has directed Justin Timberlake in one other uh, thing? No, <laughs> so I did not know that. But um, I'm trying Dick to think of a movie. Uh, <laughs> no, but. You're on the wrong track. In I'm on the wrong track with nope. SNL. In time? Jelani's on the wrong track. Why? It's not a movie. Oh, it's not a movie. Yeah, it's not. Oh. Crimea River? He directed music. the suit and tie video. Oh. <laughs> what's the suit what's suit and tie? The song. That's the song? As long as I got my suit and tie. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hear you sing it. Well, I thought I no, did. I really did. <laughs> you did pretty good. Not bad. Uh, um I wasn't nice. ready, but I felt like it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so Fincher, I don't know why or how, other than I do know a lot of directors have started in and or... Ones. Spike Jones Have... Uh, oh, the guy from uh, Moneyball? You might know him from Moneyball. He's a video director. <laughs> and then he was in Three Kings. Um, but yeah, so I know a lot of directors have come from, yeah. the, from the music video realm. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, very good. And then Eduardo's... Final line to to JT, and he's just like, "I love standing next to you. You just make me look so much tougher." <laughs> that was good too. Yeah, uh, it was almost probably, like a little probably, pu- little puff up for Eduardo. Yeah, right. Which who doesn't probably probably didn't didn't seem that tough, but yeah, uh, it was a good line, good working line. Yep. Yeah, his fingerprints were all over, it and deservedly so. And yeah. kind of probably why it was great. I mean, he won best writing. I mean, he or he, he won uh, the writing Academy Award, which I know Martin cares about, and. The, we mentioned the. It's uh, important because it makes Hollywood make more, give him more projects, and then we get Molly's game. Best writing, adapted screenplay, best achievement in film editing, and best achievement in music written for a motion picture original score, all winners. Yeah, Eisenberg was nominated, uh, Fincher was nominated, and the cinematographer was nominated. But yeah, well, it's a lot. And it was nominated for best picture, but it did not win. Who, who did win that year? I knew you were going to ask me. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> Out of curiosity. Oh, wait, 2010. Let's see if you can get it's that. T- yeah, it's mm. correct. Um, all right, I got it. Oh, God. Uh, it's the, um, it's un- honestly. The artist or Chicago or. Not. Let me tell you what sh- what did win. What were the other nominees? Definitely shouldn't have won. Yeah. Uh, okay, so nominees. 
are the spotlight. But that should have won, so you wouldn't. I don't nominees. Do I'm going to try to go in alphabetical order, starting with numbers. 127 hours. That's yeah, Franco. Franco. Yeah. Black Swan. Portman. Portman. Yeah. Harvard alum <laughs> Natalie Portman. <laughs> um, Inception. That should have won. The kids are all right. Which one was that? That was uh, Benning and uh, yeah, Julianne okay. Moore, Mark yeah. Ruffalo. Yeah, that was an okay. good movie, but uh, yeah, probably best picture. I know. That got nominated. Had the same thought. The Holy Fighter. God. Yeah, that's David O. Russell speaking yeah. of Three Kings. Yeah, um, Toy Story Three. It was good, but The King's Speech. Ah, uh, that's the one. That that's won. the one. <laughs> the Social Network, work. True Grit, and Winter's Bone. Oh man, yeah, there were a lot of better movies than King's Speech. Right, <laughs> Social Network for sure. I would say, I say Inception, Inception and Social Network were probably yeah, the two, two best favorites. movies I saw. I actually never saw Black Swan. Um, like the Fighter a lot. Winner's Bone, not sure how that was nominated. Kids are all right. I agree with you. Good, but not. That was J Lo's like breakout, wasn't it? Uh, J Lo's Winner Winner's Bone. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not. Is that her breakout? I think so. Because I think right after that she got she the was Hunger young games yeah she that, definitely so was there was nothing um else. so yeah True Grit got the Cohen brothers got them in but yeah I would say the Social Network and Inception maybe the Fighter and I know people liked Black Swan I, I just didn't see no. it it's Darren Aronofsky it was, it was weird <laughs> yeah so hard to argue oh I'm sure plenty of people would have thought Inception was weird but um, yeah but in but the best good way. weird I would say the Social <laughs> Network in my opinion is probably the the best movie that year yeah. Of those ten, I, I could yeah, I could see people thinking it's better than quite a stuff. quite a directing row though. There, Nolan yeah. Fincher, yeah, you said Russell Aronofsky is. I mean, he's at least uh-huh. well he's, revered. He's a good, yeah. So, and whoever directed Toy Story three, <laughs> John Lasseter, was it? I don't know. He's <laughs> Pixar. I was going to say Brad Bird, but he's the Incredibles. Big Bird. Brad Bird. Oh, Brad. <laughs> Alec Bird. Uh, I believe it was Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Alec Bird. <laughs> Got a great stage name. As always, make sure you have your lawyers look over any documents before you sign them, lest you get Eduardo'd. And make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just keep hitting refresh until we add you. Thanks, and go to bed.